Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm your host, Matt Weinstein. Joining me to my left, it's the big homie, Mark Sanger, currently the only other guy in the room. Where is everyone? Andrew Servideo not here week two in a row. He's starting to fall down that rabbit hole again. Big time Chris Klim. He'll be here any minute. I don't know what he's doing. He's running late. He'll hop in. But that's kind of ridiculous. Am I wrong? Andrew was on a good run where, like, it was like, oh, he's Brock Lesnar. He only shows up to the big ones. But he went on a nice stretch where he was here for probably like a two-month stretch where I was like, yeah, look, Andrew's back. And I don't know. Well, you know why? It was, it was WrestleMania week. It was Re- Roach WrestleMania. It was an important time. It was, oh, we had three, four weeks going up till Roach WrestleMania. We had all that going on. WrestleMania is over. Superstar shakeups done. He he's not getting out of it's, bed. For the Superstar it's shake-up. the aftermath now. It's kind of just we're in like a weird spot and up till Money in the Bank. And I think it gets exciting. And usually again. this is pay backlash season where I could even say, ah, right, whatever, you know, these B B type shows. But we got Money in the Bank coming up in three four weeks. Yeah, very excited. Um, this Monday night Raw, it's going to be Alexa Bliss telling us who the six competitors on both shows are. Really excited to see that. Now, is that men and women? Just men? What's She's doing deal? both. She's, She's doing, doing men both? and women in her Moment of Bliss show. Um, I think it's going to be really telling to see if uh, she says Sasha Banks or not. About yeah, I, th- I think that's a big one because for a while, she was kind of my pick to win it. I, I, I figured, haven't even thought about winners. I, I just, figured once they dropped the titles, it was kind of just like, all right, well, you got to get Sasha and Bailey back in the main event scene somehow, and one of them, I think, that's the spot to do it. I just think if Sasha isn't in this Money in the Bank ladder match, it's really bad for her future with the company. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt that. Um, who knows what's going on with her? At this point, I heard they're at a stalemate, both sides. The whole thing was like they gave her time, and now like she's trying to figure out what she wants. But, I mean, this is a huge pay-per-view, and she's the boss. It's, like, it, yeah, it's a big five Sasha pay-per-view. Banks, like it's going to... Yeah, that's they, that's true. They would love that uh, play, oh. with, that play with words. That's for sure. But anyway, we'll get, in, we'll get into Raw. Um... We had two huge triple threat matches this week to start Monday Night Raw. The winners of the two faced off in the main event. Winner of that one goes on to face Seth Rollins for the Universal title. So we'll start with the first one. We had AJ Styles beating Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe. This is a match with these two, with these three guys where we could have watched it 20 years. We could watch it today. We could watch it 20 years from now. We're, it's always going to deliver. It was an awesome match. Uh, I love the finish where uh, the 6.9 and then... AJ went up catching him, the Styles Clash, onto Joe. Onto Joe. Very cool. So good. Um, so AJ gets the win. He moves on to the quote-unquote finals. He goes to the main event. And the second triple threat match was Baron Corbin versus Drew McIntyre versus The Miz. This was so much less like exciting than the first triple threat match. Where I know we all love McIntyre, we all love The Miz, but like, it was just such a, a plain match. I knew that Baron Corbin was going to win this match. He had right, to. Now to step in, you told me Baron Corbin's winning the whole thing, and I was like, no, he's not. He's not beating AJ Styles. So you're going to pat yourself on the back. Well, well here's, here's what happened, and I've since realized why they did this, and we'll get into it. It starts off, I'm thinking, all right, well, Baron Corbin has to win this match. That's their guy. He beat Angle. He's got all this stuff. There's no way that's just going to fall flat. He's going to do nothing. 
So Corbin does get the win. He got the win exactly how I told you guys he would get the win an hour prior. Drew McIntyre hit the Miz with the Claymore. Corbin throws McIntyre out of the ring. He gets a pin on the Miz. And I thought that whoever AJ's next feud would be would cost him that main event match and Corbin would win dirty. I figured it was too soon. It was too on the nose to go for AJ versus Seth right now at Money in the Bank. But I'll tell you why they're doing it. The same night as Money in the Bank is the series finale of Game of Thrones. Hmm. That could be a reason. I just don't think you can start off Seth Rollins' first pay-per-view defense, title defense against Baron Corbin. That is just no fun for anyone. Everyone knows Seth's going to win. There's just no point in doing that. I honestly think that they would have been better off doing that. No. Because I think that if you give him Baron Corbin for that first match, you know, it would be a decent match. No one. Seth Rollins. Yes, it would. It's Seth Rollins. And Corbin is not as bad as everybody. He's bad. Because he does not get enough credit. He'll put Seth in 15 rest holds, and then they'll be like, all right, let's do a, move, like a spot. And then he'll slide under the ring and do his stupid thing where he comes back up and clotheslines a guy, he's, and they somehow never know mu- it's Just because people do not like him. I mean, he's not, he's not good. They don't give him enough. I'm not saying he's, he's great. He's, he's, he's the adi- best wrestler. He's, he's, he's adequate. He's, he's an above average worker. I would say average. He's, all right, we're splitting hairs at this point, but it would be a solid match. It would. And Seth would go over, he would get that big first win, and he could go on to his next challenger for the Universal Championship. The difference now is that we're getting this AJ Styles match, which is so highly anticipated. It's a dream match. There's a, but there's a chance that because it's Seth Rollins' first title defense, and he's, I, I don't think he's going to lose the title right away, but on the other side, how are you going to have AJ lose? Is this going to be a clean match? you got two babyfaces going at it. Are we going to see... The same type of deal we saw with three months worth of AJ Nakamura and three months worth of AJ Samoa Joe. Is that just going to be AJ Seth Rollins for the next few months and we really don't get a conclusive finish until SummerSlam? Uh, I think that's possible. I don't think it's going to be straight the first time. Uh, that's not a bad thing, though. I feel like both, I know like what you're saying is those were like really like subpar feuds, but like the, both these superstars are so beloved and so liked that I feel like. It's going to be really good. It's going to deliver. But I, uh, my issue, I think it is a bad thing. You said, oh, it's, it's not a bad thing. I honestly think it is because... We have to see how it plays out first. Obviously. But I think that both these guys, obviously, the, people want to see this match. And they've been on separate shows for the past three years. But give it some room to breathe. Now that they're finally on the same show, it's, oh, the idea. This might finally happen. This might finally happen. The first week we got it, oh, yeah, it's happening. Three weeks from now, we'll see you then. Instead, how about we wait a month or two, and then, oh, yeah, you're going to get this at SummerSlam. You're going to get this wherever. And now it's almost, especially, and now my biggest issue with it, honestly, is that I have a feeling that it is going to turn into, like, a Nakamura Samoa Joe situation with the AJ Styles feed where the title doesn't change hands. It's like a three-month thing it's heavily anticipated but it's just drawn out and it falls flat I hope that's not the case I would much rather you give someone like Baron Corbin a one-off match you have a couple one-off matches leading up to say SummerSlam with AJ Styles because for pretty much the entirety of the Universal Titles lineage we haven't had those quick one-off matches because Lesnar's been champion. They don't really do one-off matches, though. Even if Baron Corbin was the guy, it wouldn't be a one-off. It would be like a two-month run. I think it, I think it run. would. If Corbin comes out, they build it up for the next three weeks, Rollins beats him, all right, 
I beat Baron Corbin. Who's my new challenge? It's decisive. And Corbin, it's clean. Corbin comes out and, and raw and says, oh, I, I, don't think I so. was screwed. What happened? No, but he would win clean. The, so, ref, the ref was out to get me. Like, would, it's, it's the whole nine that we always know that, like, that happens. But I don't, I don't think that'd be the case. And I think that they do need to give other guys a shot. I'm not saying they need to hot potato the title around, but... To be fair, I get what you're Seth saying, defend but... defend the title every now and then. Maybe he'll have one match on Raw. Who knows? I know what you're saying, but I think it was really important that his first challenger was a legitimate threat and, like, an exciting feud, because this is kicking off the first champion post-Lesnar era. That's It's supposed to be a big deal. It's Seth freaking Rollins. It's the whole nine. And Baron Corbin is just boring. This, that would be a bad first feud. You got AJ Styles, two of the best in the world. This is a dream match. It works. It's going to be really good. And honestly, I know what you're saying, but... It doesn't have to be AJ at SummerSlam. That could be McIntyre's spot at SummerSlam. It could be Miz. There's a lot of guys on the roster that could challenge Seth Rollins. So then, is this AJ style, like how I'm saying, oh, give... Bray Wyatt. How I'm saying, oh, we'll get into that, don't worry. But, and now how I'm saying is that oh, I think you should throw a couple of one-off feuds here and there, just get Rollins' feet wet, give him a couple big wins. Is that going to be this AJ match? No, I don't think so. It depends on the finish, but I hope it's... I don't know what I hope. I don't really know how it's going to play out. But like I said, I'm okay with a two- or three-month feud with AJ. I am. Like, they're both great. They're both going to do great work on the mic during the feud. Well, of course it's going to be great, but in we saw, you know, the Nakamura matches weren't You, you weren't remember so the first great. one. You know what I'm saying? Like you remember, you remember it for f- kind of falling flat, not to those expectations. But it, it was, when, you, when you look back at Seth Rollins, like, oh, yeah, he had that – that boring feud with uh, Corbin, and then it got like hot with AJ. Like you don't want that. You don't want to start off flat. No, I I get where you're coming from, but I feel that they've pigeonholed themselves at this point because they're throwing AJ right at us. This AJ Rollins feud, it has to be money right away. Well, and Seth it might Rollins not be that. is the face of Raw now with Roman on SmackDown. Brock's out of the picture. Ronda's gone. Becky's like in limbo. Like Seth Rollins is the face of Smack uh, of, of Raw Night for Raw. sure. And you gotta keep his momentum going and he would just get stuck and flat right at, right with Baron Corbin you don't you don't need that you don't want that no I, I guess and now look at looky here we just finished off talking about this AJ Styles Seth Rollins matchup going on and who strolls in soaking wet from the rain out there my good friend the modern day Klimaraja Chris Klim what's going on gentlemen how you doing Klim what I miss catch your breath catch your breath and I, had a, I ran here. It's wet outside, so. So I'm arguing that AJ versus Seth is a good idea, and Matt's saying he should have fought Corbin. I think, Thoughts? I think that, oh, hold on, relax. <laughs> I, I think that they should have waited a little bit. Agreed and agreed. They should have definitely, I like the matchup between Corbin, I mean, um, between Rollins and AJ Styles way better than Corbin. I mean, you guys all know my... Stance on Baron Corbin. I, I think he's awful. I think that's everyone's stance on Baron Corbin, except for Matt. He's like, oh, no, he's adequate. He's good. I think a lot. Adequate he's good on the mic. Don't get me wrong. I think but a I mean, a lot more people are, I'm not going to call it fans of Baron Corbin, but can see that he's a, he's a solid heel to have. He's one of the top heels in the company. Yeah. He's, he's an, like I said before, I said he's an above average worker, and a lot of people are kind of blinded by their, you know, kind of real hatred for him like and I get it but the guy can work yeah he can work but I mean when he was given opportunities whether you know it was Vince McMahon squashing it you know he had the money in the bank what happened with they lost to Jinder Mahal lost to Jinder Mahal on a money in the bank cash in that's true wasn't Andre the Giant battle royal winner which we all know doesn't mean that means day, nothing. Yeah, mean nothing exactly so I mean he doesn't really have a lot of other than winning the United States championship for like the hottest minute in the world 
he's not really that credible. So I really don't think Corbin would have been a good idea, but I do agree with you with the fact that, yeah, they should have waited for Styles-Rollins till SummerSlam. I don't. That's what I was saying before. But even if you don't wait till SummerSlam, maybe just tease it a bit. Like, like it's, it's right away, the first night that they're on, well, technically the second night they're on the same show together. Oh, yeah, this is what we're going to get. I don't know. I think they could have waited a little bit. But, again. I mean, they can drag this out till May, till SummerSlam, though, I think. Yeah, they can. But again, Matt doesn't what, want that. That's what he's saying. That what I was, what I was saying to Mark, and I don't want to keep backtracking because, Clem, you know, he walked in late. But, um. How I said, I hope it doesn't turn into like how they dragged out Nakamura and they dragged out Samoa Joe and it all just fell flat. Those I think SummerSlam. I think SummerSlam is McIntyre. I'm all for that. That's what I think. We know how. Well, you probably get. You know what? We probably get. We probably get. Uh, McIntyre. I would say McIntyre wins the belt, Money in the Bank, somewhere down the road. McIntyre cashes in, and then, you, and then you have a triple threat probably for the. I'd be cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they do something like that, that would be cool. If that's the reason it drags out to SummerSlam, if that they works. throw another wrench, if they throw a third guy, that I'm I'm all in on. So anyway, we'll we'll move it away from the Universal Title picture for the moment. Sami Zayn comes out on Raw yet again. He continues cutting these promos, bashing the crowd. I love it. You guys know that I'm well outspoken about it. How you guys feel about it? He's great on the mic. He is great on the mic. I mean, I like I would love to see him, you know, continue to wrestle. But I mean. He's great. I love Sami Zayn. I love what he's doing. You need a good heel, and he's 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 doing that right now. Yeah, it's good. It's the same stuff as last week. I wonder where it's going. Uh, I hope that's what I'm saying. I hope it goes somewhere. I feel like this has to be, has to have some sort of big payoff. Right? I don't know what that would be. Like I don't, I don't see him fun, like in the Universal picture at all right now. Not uh, right now. Uh, I guess he can feud with Samoa Joe, but they're both heels. It doesn't make sense. I, I don't know where he goes from here. And you know where I think Samoa Joe's going to go? We didn't see him on Raw this week, but Braun Strowman. I think they had teased that a couple weeks ago on SmackDown. Yeah. Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman. Is anybody hyped for that? I am. That's going to be really good. It's going to be his first real title, probably. He'll. I think he will win somewhere down the road. He'll beat Samoa Joe at some point. So that'll be cool for him to hold the U.S. title for a bit. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, he is a former Raw Tag Team champion. Like the hottest he, he 24 was, he, hours in the he world. He tagged with your boy Nicholas, so let's not forget. Okay, it's not my boy. <laughs> Just because I voted for him to be, you know, Luke, I mean lukewarm. Uh, the Heartwarming. <laughs> heartwarming. <laughs> the lukewarm <laughs> moment. Some would call it the lukewarm moment. It probably the is the lukewarm the moment of the year. <laughs> I think would. Uh, anyway, we'll move it on. Two of the newest Raw superstars had a, had a great quick match this Monday. Cesaro on his own. Sheamus is he's out with the concussion, so I thought he had spinal stenosis. Well, he's had that. That's that been lingering for about two ish years at this yeah, point, like that. and he had a concussion a couple weeks ago. So now Sheamus is off TV. Cesaro hopped over to Raw. He's still living the bar gimmick, which I like. But first of all, before we start talking about this match, I hope this isn't it for Sheamus. It doesn't really matter to me. I, I really? Don't know. That's, yeah. Like if this opens up Cesaro as a singles competitor, I'm all for it. Well, that I I agree with that. But at the expense of Sheamus, he's done some incredible work in his Oh, career. he has, no doubt. But I just think the bars played itself out. Like they became stale to me. I was I was bored by them. But You know what I'm even more afraid of? That, you know, you're gonna Oh wait, no, sweet. I right, never mind, never mind. Actually that was a bad take because uh, Rusev and Shinsuke are still on SmackDown, so never mind. Okay. I was gonna be like, okay, I hope they just don't do another League of Nations. If they join that yeah, yeah that's they, what they teased that yeah. last week before the shake Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm out of here. I'm still again. I'm still in work mode right he, now. He's all wet from running through that rain to get here 15 minutes late. But um, 10 minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, hey, so at least I'm here. Drew's not even here. That's true. Hey, that's we, a really good we, point. We yeah. touched on that. Don't worry. Two <laughs> weeks in a row. So Cesaro gets a big win on his first night back on Raw against Cedric Alexander, who I th- in the loss I think that's okay. Put on a very very good showing in his first official night on Monday Night Raw. How'd you guys feel? Yeah, definitely. It was a really fun, really quick match. I think they have plans for Cedric. It's it's raw, so you never know. You'll probably get lost in the shuffle after a couple of weeks slash months. But for now, it looks like they're going to do something with him. I like it. I like it a lot. This is a first solid match. And against Cesaro, who we always said is the best. one who, of the Who I also think they might have plans for. Cesaro? Yeah. Especially really if Sheamus so. is out, he's going to be like prominent. He's, like, he's, exactly. he's amazing. Exactly. We've been saying for years now. That Cesaro by himself is one of the best competitors in the league, in the league, in the WWE. In that whole league, man. In the whole WWE, he's one of the best. <laughs> he's one of the best in the all of the WWE, and now we're finally getting to see this. Whether you know he fights Seth Rollins somewhere down the road, or even Finn Balor at that fact, just don't put him with another tag team. We Finn Balor's on SmackDown, nice, but that's oh that's what I'm saying though. Like that's why I think this Baron Corbin match again. I hate to harp on it. Might have been a good idea because Seth has a, has a one-off match with Corbin. You need these one-off matches, these B pay-per-views. Like, but guess not what? the first one. If you throw up, if you go over to Backlash and like, hey, look, Rollins is defending the title against Cesaro today, and Rollins wins. That's a fun match. And like, exact, but exactly, but you. Have I get what you're saying, but Baron Corbin's never the answer. I but, think uh, but, I think that needed to be the first match so Rollins gets a clean, decisive, strong win. So then, but what does that do for Corbin though? I mean, we're building him up as you know he should be getting these title matches. But what be is he? That. Is he going to do? You think the end all, the be all, end all of this whole Baron Corbin heel push is that he's going to win a championship? No, no. But, but you're ma- you're making him less credible by keep you keep putting him in these by flop losing matches. to the Universal Champion, the top guy on Monday Night Raw. I disagree. I don't know, man. Look, I think he, being in the ring with him makes what's him What's his most credible win in the past, like, six months was it against do- Kurt Angle it at WrestleMania? It doesn't matter. I would have liked The Miz to win, actually, if if, if you're really that against AJ winning this match. Somebody. I think somebody. The Miz would have been a good option. There's a lot of, you have a Baron lot. Baron not the option. Yeah, you have a lot of combinations on Raw now, whether it's Samoa Joe versus Seth Rollins. The Miz versus Seth Rollins. AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Exactly, which is why I'm nervous about this Seth Rollins AJ Styles feud. I think it'll be spectacular, but I hope it doesn't get played out and run too long. Like we saw AJ Nakamura and AJ Samoa Joe that that we were all so excited for, just as if not more, and then it fell flat eventually. Yeah, but you like I mean, like we're saying, like we could have held off AJ Seth Rollins for SummerSlam, but you instead of Corbin, you could have thrown in like like Mark said, the Miz. Cesaro, he cut a really good promo. Samoa Joe, someone in that segment. Cedric Alexander. You want to throw Cedric Alexander into the fire real quick and make him an incredible wrestler real quick? That's what they did with Ali. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so anyway, we're going to continue talking to Raw. We'll get into SmackDown as well. But first, we're going to step aside for our first quick break. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. This is the Phenomenal Forum on The Wave, the sound of LIU. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. Matt Weinstein, the 10-minute late Chris Klimazewski here with you alongside the big homie, Mark Sanger. So we went through about the first half of Raw, and now we'll start it up here. Tag team action on Monday Night Raw. The Lucha House Party had a huge task, but they didn't face the Viking experience. They faced the Viking Raiders. 
who had their names changed yet again. This is somehow better and worse at the same ask. time. It's we're, we're happier. It's better. I, I, I don't know. I don't know because, like, the Viking Raiders is cooler than the Viking experience. Yeah. But you just changed their – you literally just gave them three name – four name changes now since they've been in the WWE. Like, come on. It's strange how uh, Vince and Co. just don't think we know slash care. It's like, yeah, we'll just change the name again. They won't, they won't pick up on it. Like, it's kind of like a weird dynamic. But. I honestly think that the Viking Raiders is worse, worse than the Viking experience. Really? The Viking experience is awful. But, <clears throat> at least in my head, I can think, oh, whoever came up with it, probably Vince, probably knows, like, oh, you know, those, those, smart, those smart fans, oh, they're going to hate this. So he's someone's just being a troll. And, like, to me, that's funny. I can at least get behind, like, oh, this is bad, but, like, it's kind of on the nose. It's supposed to be like that. But the Viking Raiders, the Vikings and the Raiders are two very different things. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. They're the Viking Raiders. What? They probably should have just said, like, Raiders. They should have said, they should have just kept it the Raiders. They should just be the Raiders if the whole thing was that you didn't want to get, if you didn't want to have war in it. And now, apparently, I don't know how true this is. Oh, they're changing it again. But on WWE.com, they're calling them the Viking Warriors. I like that. That I like. That's the same thing. That's also that's the same as the Viking Raiders. It's just as bad. No, I like that better than the Viking Raiders. Uh, <laughs> just keep changing the name. I, for I, I, no, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they change it every week for like the next month until eventually they come out and they just say, "Hey, Hanson and Roe, the War Raiders." Like, remember, none of that happened. <laughs> Jokes on you guys. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh and at that point, it's like, why? Why do we put ourselves through this every week? I don't know. I have no words. Mark, I've been looking at WWE jobs, and there's a continuity scriptwriter. I think that job's perfect for you. Really? I should yeah. apply. Continuity <laughs> scriptwriter. I feel like I'll like go to Vince and be like, "Hey, this doesn't make sense." He'd be like, ah, oh, get out of here, Mark. I'm like, all right, right Vince, thanks. He'd be oh. like, you call yourself Mark? No, 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 no. That, my name is Mark. Like, oh, Vince, you pay me to, like, point out these continuity flaws. Like, ah, oh, they, they, they don't remember that. I was like, oh, it was last week. Ah, oh, forget about it. Stop uh, it. No, see, no wonder why the road dog quit. No wonder. Like, <laughs> it, it's, it's tough. It's very, very tough. But regardless of what they're called, the Viking, at this point, the Viking Raiders are incredible in the ring. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's obvious. We knew that already. But, I mean, it's just that they keep ruining them, the names and everything like that. Like, nothing changed between Mustafa Ali and Ali. No one, Nothing changed from Andrade Sinalmas to Andrade. They didn't lose their in-ring ability. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So that that we already knew. And we knew, was this the first time we saw Lucha House Party in forever? Who cares? What, uh, what happened on NXT? Did they still call them the War Raiders on NXT? Yeah, they are. Because it's pre-taped. It, it overlap? It's pre-taped. Yeah. This yeah. is so, so we'll, we'll, dumb. we'll see in like three, four weeks, but it doesn't It just do, it doesn't make any sense. But And now their finisher they're calling the Viking Experience, which for a move is actually a very good name. What was it called? I don't, I don't know if it even had a name. What? The Their finishing move, the one where no, one of them picks, throws the guy up, then he catches him and does the power Oh, yeah, power that, slam. I like that thing. That's now called the Viking Experience. That's a solid which name for a move. Out. Okay, yeah, for a move, yeah. I'm all for it. I think it's a matter of time before they beat Hawkins and Ryder for the titles. Oh, yeah. I think that, or it depends on, you know, when AOP comes back, whenever they do. The Revival is still on Raw, right? Yeah, and now speaking of the Revival, they look to have been got started into a little bit of a Raw tag feud with the Usos. They had a backstage segment, the four of them. I'm looking forward to that a whole lot. Yeah, that's going to be a really good feud. Uh, I thought they were going to do that at Mania because... Both teams had nothing like the week before. I was like, I think they're gonna have the champions fight each other, and then they went up both. Uh, it would have been it would have been a solid idea, but um, 
I think in that in that backstage segment, just the Usos standing across from the Revival with the Raw logo behind them, it just brings so, so, so much credibility to the weak Raw tag division. Mm-hmm. No, I think you're absolutely right. And between, look, these are some of the two top guys in, two top teams in wrestling, whether it's in AEW, New Japan, or whatever it is, the Usos. The world, yeah. yeah, the Usos and the Revival can go. And to see that, see them go at any point in this these next couple months will be amazing. They will they will be have amazing matches. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, again, even Viking, whoever, whatever we're calling them, versus the Usos, that's a match I'd like to see. The Viking guys and AOP when they come back. If AOP stays on Raw, who knows? They might just bump them over to SmackDown because mm-hmm. the superstar shakeup is now, you know, forever. Well, hey, once you're <laughs> once you're injured, you automatically become a free agent, apparently. So I forgot about AOP. Yeah, so that'll be. I mean, one of the two. I don't even. I think it's Rezar. It's either Rezar or not Rezar. You're so, looking at me like I know, but I have no Cam idea. Rezar. <laughs> it's not. So then it's a Cam. I don't. One of them is hurt. It's been the same one who's been hurt. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. Um, I'm looking forward to them for them to come back. I don't know if there's what sort. Yeah, of Yeah, I can use some. Uh, I can use some good Drake Maverick segments. I haven't. You haven't missed him pissing his pants. So yeah, well that we that we don't need. <laughs> um, if that's what they're gonna do with Drake Maverick, I'd prefer they just don't have him on television. Um, She's still the GM of. Two he of is them. the exactly. Yes, that is why he doesn't need to do things oh, like that. Speaking of two five live, I know and I. Because we watched it during, uh, we me- didn't mention it during WrestleMania. Aiden English is amazing on the mic yeah. uh, for a commentary. He's be, he's Just a wanted to say that real quick. Yeah. That's all I had. To that say. was it. He's that was it. It's a, that it's was my two hundred five. And I don't take. know if he's hurt or they were just like, "Hey, stop wrestling and do commentary." I don't really know, but he's he fits in real well. He does. I, think it's I like the it. One. I'm pretty sure he's just yeah. A they were just like, eh, "Do this." Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, so. We had another name change on Monday, but for the first time in a while, this is a name change that everybody can get behind. Bobby Roode is now going as Robert Roode, which he went, which he wrestled as way back when in TNA for years. He was Robert Roode. He's a heel again. It's amazing. And he got a big win over Ricochet. Yeah. Do you, I love this. Great mustache. So, so good. Great mustache. I lo- oh, my God. Like, this is the Bobby Roode we wanted. Hey, Excuse Robert me, Roode. Robert Thank Mr. You. Robert Roode. This is what we needed from Robert Roode since when day he, one. Since he got called up. This is what we wanted. This is what we've been cramoring for. Yeah. We get it, it's what, two, two years later now? About two years? Yeah, just about. So I'm I'm all for this. I'm all for heel, so heel, heel Roode. I'm all for cool mustache, 70 porn style mustache Roode. So this is amazing. I'm most excited about this than anything else right now in wrestling. Like to see where they do, where and this now, goes, what mm-hmm, they do with this. A couple weeks ago. I had said, I don't know if I said it to any of you guys, I might have said it to my brother, I said, I think it was the week before the shakeup. I said, hey, split up Rude and Gable, turn Bobby Rude heel, when he was still Bobby Rude, so that's all right for me to call him that. <laughs> and then, again, I want these one-off feuds for Seth Rollins, throw Robert Rude in the ring there. Exactly. Give you him have, one match, that's a credible heel. You have a bunch of guys on Raw who can all have credible matches against Seth Rollins. Like, even Robert Rude now. Even Ricochet, too. Like, you have a bunch of guys who can go. That's his first loss, right? Now, what's interesting is that Alistair Black moved back to SmackDown. Ricochet is a singles competitor. That was his first, I think it's probably the first loss he took by pinfall on the main roster. As a singles competitor. Right. 
what's in, well, no, because I don't think he got any tag matches they lost. He and it was or, like eight man tags and they didn't true. get pinned. So it was probably the first time Ricochet got pinned on the main roster at all. What I'm nervous about, almost, I'm I'm not upset that he took the fall. Bobby Roode, Roberts, my fault. We'll get used to it. Get it right. Robert Roode got the win that much needed. But now that WrestleMania is over, everybody's on their specific brands, and they're not the NXT call-ups anymore. Now they're just new Raw superstars. I hope that Ricochet doesn't just take loss after loss after loss. Oh, my gosh. He won't. I don't think so. They already invested a lot of time into him. Uh, I think you just don't want a guy being undefeated. It it creates issues. I I 100% agree. You give Robert Roode the big win because... I think it would have been a little flat if he lost this match at, right after turning heel, like changing everything. And I agree. They gave him that important win. And I thought that's what they were going to do, honestly. So did I. And they gave I him this know. important win. Maybe, honestly, Ricochet will probably beat him next week. That's how they book. But That that would ruin it for me. I don't know. It man. wouldn't help, but that's probably what they'll do. It's 50-50 booking. They always do it. Yeah. I don't know. We Look, we it's, since, since the brand split in 2016, no NXT co-op has favored well. Okay, and now not particularly. And look, and we j- even we've just been mentioning this whole show so far. How much good singles talent is on the main roster between the Miz, Cesaro, Robert Roode now, and the Ricochet kind of takes a back seat to all those guys. Plus, we're pro- we're more than likely gonna have a Braun Strowman, Joe, a Samoa Joe feud. Yeah. So Ricochet really does take this back seat, and yeah, he's gonna be feuding with Roode. But you're gonna give Rude these wins just because he turned he turned heel. I think Ricochet versus Joe makes a lot of sense. I think it does too. But you're gonna have it's gonna be Braun Strowman Samoa Joe. You know, eventually. They, eventually. Yeah, at even some if po- not right away, yeah. they'll they'll do it. They'll do it eventually. So Ricochet is gonna kinda get lost in the mix right now, I think. And then as sad as it is to say, he might not pan out. As crazy as it is to say, he'll do good. He'll be in the money in the bank match. No matter, I think. I hope so. He don't have to win it. Just, yeah. just be it. Because you, you, you need the cool spot. Yeah, exactly. Him doing the six thirty off the top of the th- off the top of the ladder will be amazing. So, I think in the long run, I honestly think he's going to be fine. He's the total package. He's getting better on the mic. He has the look. Yeah, he's a bit small, but he makes up for it in the ring. Now, do you think he'll ever be world champion? I don't. Oh, you're biting your lip there, Matt. It dep- I mean, he'll hold a mid card title in the in the in the short term. No, I don't think so. But then again, you look back. Kofi Kingston's world champion. Did you ever think that was going to happen? I don't no, know. No, it took him. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sorry and to cut and you and off that there. Was years. So what I'm saying is, in the near future, do I think Ricochet is going to be a world champ? No. Can he be a world champion? Well, before his career is over, I, th- I do think so. Yes. It's more you see it with a lot of these guys who do like a lot of crazy flips and like these smaller guys look like Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Rey Mysterio. Look how long it took them to get their first WWE or even World Heavyweight Championship. It took them a long time. So I mean, and none se- of them hold held it for particularly long. Yeah, exactly. We'll see what happens. The smaller guys who do the high flying moves you expect mid card or tag team. Basically, Unfor- as sad as it is to say. Yeah. I mean, look, he'll be. I think he'll thrive as. A, I think he, he can transcend that. I do. Yeah, he could transcend it. He, I think he'll be a great intercontinental United States champion. Don't get me wrong, but when it comes to the world heavyweight title, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him these next couple weeks. But before we finish up Raw, there is one more thing we have to talk about: a barn burner of a match between Becky Lynch. 
and Alicia Fox. I was thinking when he said, like, did I miss a match this week? And I was like, what happened? Yeah, that was just the worst. <laughs> for, for what reason did this happen? Why is Alicia Fox still employed? It's, I, I don't know. Um... Like there was she, a whole thing a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of months ago, where she got uh, Arn Anderson fired because she was drunk at a house show. Like, how, how do you? Why is she still employed? It, it it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So that Fox story was that she. I don't think it was a house show. I think it was. It was raw? TV. That's where she showed up drunk. Arn Anderson <laughs> let her wrestle, and that's why Arn Anderson got fired. It's so um, so Arn Anderson gets fired, but Alicia Fox doesn't. Makes sense because he let her wrestle. And Continuity, man. They need it. She's that's been a steady saying. hand. She's been in the company for ten plus years. Former Divas champion. Correct, but... She used to be better. At this... I think, <laughs> she's like... She got worse. I think she got worse in the ring, and she's... And her character at this point, like crazy Alicia Fox, is just like... Well, it's like Mickey James, we too. Don't it was funny like, when she was the captain, like, last year, or two years ago. She just had a hat. She had the hat on. The she captain. was the captain of the, well, of the Survivor it, Series it, team. It's like, kind of like Mickey James. Like, Mickey James was supposed to be this incredible wrestler, comeback six-time women's champion... And it's been garbage supreme when she was when well, she came back. Mickey James is a legend, to be fair. Yeah, no, she hasn't done anything. Since she's come but back yeah, but she's been players. like buried. Like it's kind of like, come on. She's on SmackDown now. I, she was La I Luchadora. Yeah, she'll be. Oh, she's yeah. on SmackDown now. I wouldn't be surprised if she, they throw her in a tag team, because that's what the SmackDown's women's division she'll looks be like. With, uh, Alexa Morgan, Bliss, the new Riot Squad. Who knows? Um, that's that's actually kind of funny. Um, so now Becky Lynch is defending the Raw Women's Title against. Lacey Evans at Money in the Bank. She is also defending the SmackDown Women's Title against Charlotte. We'll talk about how that happened in a little this. bit. This I, is so bad. I hate this so much. Well, I mean, well, look, I'm pretty sure we'll get into the SmackDown side of things in a bit, but I don't hate the fact that they're giving Lacey Evans a title shot. No, 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 that is not what I hate at all. I hate the fact that Becky has two matches. She needs to drop it's, one of these titles. She's going to drop one of those b- titles. It's two matches and a Charlotte again. That's the problem. Ooh, here's a better question. We'll get to top billing at Money in the Bank. Universal title. Does it, though? 1,000%. Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles, 1,000%. Yeah, no question. Um, I promise you. My Does problem here is yes. Becky needs to drop one of the belts, but I think this is too soon. And I agree. I, to give it to Charlotte because um, Lacey's not winning, no shot. Not yet. Charlotte, well, Charlotte might win. I, I have, or we'll I, see if maybe they'll do what they did last year. Whoever wins the women's money in the bank will cash in that night, which which is garbage. Oh, no. you, uh, uh, immediate cash in should just be once every couple, every like few it. years. The, I, it I like sucks. the immediate cash in. Like I like when Kane did it, and I like I like when Alexa Bliss did it because it made sense. Yeah, yeah. The, it made sense. The men's money in the bank winner needs to hold it for a very long time this year. Because the past two winners, the men's side, Baron Corbin had it for two months and fell flat. And then Strowman had it for like a month, and it was atrocious. They had that Hell in a Cell match that ended in a DQ. With, I, bad. Awful. They money, Whoever terrible, wins Money yeah. in the Bank needs to hold it for like eight I will months. say that. That was one of my favorite moments in the last handful of years on Raw when he we came out to cash in on Roman and then Seth and Dean came out and it was at the Shield. You That's didn't, sweet. I don't, I don't know if you liked that match. Someone didn't like it because it was like they turned Probably Braun, Andrew. They turned Braun heel and I was like, that, that was awesome. That was Pro- amazing. Probably Andrew because he's the worst, but yeah. I, I enjoyed it. That was um, so cool. All right, so we'll get into SmackDown in just a minute. We also have a certain Firefly Funhouse to get into, but first we're going to step aside for another quick break. Here on the Phenomenal Forum, it's on the wave, the sound of LIU. Well, it's a big show. This is the Phenomenal Forum on the wave, the sound of LIU. 
ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum here on the Wave. Sound of LIU, Matt Weinstein, modern day Clemaraja Chris Clem over there, and the big homie Mark Sanger as well. Andrew Servideo, two weeks in a row, not in attendance. He's he's back where he belongs. This is, is he Brock Lesnar again? This is classic Drew. It is. It is classic Drew. But I mean, look, I, li- I like when Drew's here. Fun guy. I already gave my two cents. I'm, I'm done burying him. Yeah, Clint missed it. I miss you, Drew. Don't worry. No, no, no. Uh, no. I'm Team Drew out here. <laughs> Not only does he miss Drew, he also missed the first ten minutes of today. But uh, the Firefly Funhouse officially debuted on Monday Night Raw, so followed ridiculous. by SmackDown. I absolutely loved it. It was hilarious. Bray Wyatt. It was really good. These creepy vignettes that we've seen the past couple weeks with the bird in the box, not to be confused with Bird Box, and this creepy doll in the dollhouse. We all figured, oh, that's got to be Bray Wyatt. And it was, but not at all, but not at all the way we thought. The Firefly Funhouse, this is, this is almost Bray Wyatt starring in Blue's Clues. He was reincarnated as Steve for Blue's Clues. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Um, I don't know where we're going with this. It's, it's very odd. It's very strange. Uh, I actually saw, I don't know if you saw this, Matt, but on Monday night, apparently like, the stockholders are like pressuring WWE to like stop doing like, this. Very important people were like, hey, we don't enjoy this. Like, cause I think We don't want the cult follower telling our kids what to do. <laughs> I think that this might turn into like like an evil Mr. Rogers type and he's and he's basically gonna brainwash these children. I think yeah. did you see that those videos that were going around the past couple of months of Momo? Yeah. yeah. Like that weird doll that told all the kids to do like awful things. Like I think that's what this is going to be. There used like. to be a thing with Barney that Barney would send kids like subliminal messages. Like that's what I think. That's what this like, is going like, to be, oh, and I'm all thing? for it. I, I think I, that's I awesome. I swear that was a thing in like the like late. I mean, that. look, the, the I, late I, '90s. It was like, hey, I'm, like run in front of traffic, like grab a knife, like it would be like a, a quick like flashing message like the kids apparently. I don't know how I feel about this yet. Like I, I'm 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 willing to see where what it pans out to. Right now, I'm like, eh, with Bray Wyatt. I like, think that if anybody can get this over, it's Bray Wyatt. Yes, agreed. But right now, I'm just in a, let me see how this does. Let me see where it goes. And I, I might get behind it. Are we expecting him to wrestle or just? Eventually. I, I don't think he's going to wrestle for a little bit. I think they're going to k- keep going with these vignettes for the next couple weeks. And then he'll get back into the ring. You know what's funny? We've been asking where's Bray Wyatt been for the past m- couple months. He's here. He's here. He's been in, we, we didn't know where he was. He's been in the funhouse the whole time. <laughs> I hope they get Bo Dallas involved. They might. I think he'd be the perfect, perfect. And even at that point, if they wanted to add Curtis Axel as well. But I think this is a perfect time to finally get Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt together. That'd be funny. I'd enjoy that. Yeah, they, they, it would be great for them to get together, finally get together. So now, and now, Mark, you had mentioned after Monday, all of the shareholders, like all these very important people were pressuring the WWE, hey, don't do this. We don't want this. We don't, we don't want this. But the same vignette did they play on SmackDown. On so that is a good sign for Bray Wyatt. Again, I'm all for it. I was surprised, though, if those rumors were true, that like they got pressured and Vince was like, ah, we're going to keep going with it anyway. Like, I'm surprised he wasn't just like, ah, it's Bray Wyatt, who cares? Let's just put an end to it. I think that – I don't think he would do something like that. I think if if they're going to go with something as ridiculous-looking as this looks, I don't think that they would – Take all of the. All right, fine. We'll we'll get rid of it. I think the fact that this is on TV, it's gonna be here for a while, and they're gonna run with it. Yeah, I hope. 
Titans. I'm interested. I'm very, very interested. You, get, you have to watch. And I remember on Monday when they showed it, I'm looking at the TV quick. I'm like, oh, this is some sort of commercial. And then I read what it said on the t- – it said Firefly Flunhouse. I'm like, ah, whatever. But then I see the picture of the bird and the picture of the doll. Of the buzzard and then the some, witch. then some rabbit who we haven't even seen yet. And I was just like – I was sitting with my brother. I go, wait a minute. This is Bray Wyatt. These are those vignettes. And then he came out, did his whole thing. It's amazing. It's it's so, so good. I might I hope I'm not giving him too much credit, but I th- I think this can be so, so good. They just have to give it the chance. You gotta wait and see. Yeah, you gotta wait and see. That's it. So now we'll get we'll get into SmackDown. We again we said that played on SmackDown as well. SmackDown starts. Shane and Elias beat down the top dog of SmackDown, Roman Reigns, and we're officially gonna get Elias versus Roman on at Money in the Bank. I like this. I like this all. I actually, you know what? You're not because you're not throwing Roman into the title picture just yet, which is good. And and you're giving Elias something credible, very important to do. He's exactly. in the ring with Roman. That's important. Exactly. Yep. So, and personally, I think Roman's going to lose. I think Roman. Right, well, that is, come on. Wait, wait, come on. I would say no chance, roughly. But no uh, chance he loses. <laughs> yeah. No, hear me out. I'll hear you. Now, look, he had the big win at... I th- honestly, I think you're going to make the same argument that Mark and I made for Drew McIntyre going over Roman. Yes, because... <laughs> so I know the argument. But I, we know the but argument. Here, but here's <laughs> also the argument for why I said... Because I, I also said Roman should lose at WrestleMania. You, you, you want, this is your guy. <laughs> we, we know what you're saying. This is your guy. We agree with you. No, Roman's your guy. <laughs> if you don't want him to be booed as much, then have him, have him lose to Elias. Yo, hey, Mark. Yes. How do you feel about that? You know what? I uh, completely agree. Uh, How'd you feel about that if he said that two months ago? I re- I at WrestleMania, I said Roman Reigns should lose. Roman Reigns is not losing. Clem, right. we said exactly this for the WrestleMania match. I don't remember you saying that. I definitely remember Mark saying that. Mark, help me out. I don't, I don't remember. I remember two of us said two of us said Roman, two of us said Drew. I, w- I was on the, the, the Roman so, scene. Oh, man, what? But Clem, this is nothing new. The, uh, like you're, this is very hot. We understand logically why. But why it, it should is this win. why your uncle hates me? It's not, it's not helping. But does, does, <laughs> Mark's like part of the family. We, <laughs> we understand why Elias should win this match, but Roman's gonna win. It's his first match on SmackDown, unless it just gets really goofy and Shane comes out with a chair and like just chaos ensues. And I, and you know, like we said a couple weeks ago, I'm I'm honestly fine with Elias never winning a wrestling match ever again. Cause that's a stretch. But it's, yeah. it's an exaggeration, sure, yeah, but, but he like he doesn't have to win because he can come out the next night. He'll play his guitar. He'll say, "Hey, such and such city that I'm in is the worst city," and then he'll get heat. And then some babyface will come out and interrupt him. And honestly, yeah. the Elias interruptions are the best. Are one of my favorite parts of WWE every week because you never know who it's going to be. Who's yeah. next? Yeah. Obviously, the next couple of weeks it's going to be Roman. We're going to get this whole Shane thing, and I'm cool with that. Whatever, but. Whoever is in the ring with Elias, it's just so much fun. And, you know, middle of June, we get that next Saudi show. Probably going to get Elias Undertaker. Which, again, is a match that he doesn't need to win because he gets the rub by just being in the ring yeah. with the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they. I'm surprised uh, Elias has music. They played him. They played he his, does have music, yeah. He played his music when they were walking up the ramp. I was like, what? So now my next question, do you think that this potentially leads to a Roman Reigns-Shane McMahon match? Blim. I mean, probably. It might. Yeah. 
Like he, he Superman punched Vince. Uh, and my favorite part of that is that Shane came out this Tuesday and said, "What kind of man that was really just funny. beats down an innocent? You know, that's, he's a father. What, what he did to the Mrs. Dad. Exactly. Yeah. It, was, it was really so good. good. I'm enjoying heel Shane McMahon. I don't know about you. Oh, guys. He's been good. Um, yeah, we'll probably get that match at some point. I, I don't need that match. Uh, if you remember, Roman uh, speared him out of the air uh, a couple, couple of years ago. He, he killed him. So maybe like they play off that. He cost him. Yeah. He destroyed him. He just, that was like the one of the, the hardest, like highest spears I've ever seen in my life. Nuts. But um, yeah, we'll probably get that at some point. Yeah. Um, so Andrade is back on SmackDown. We touched on it earlier. So Andrade, Zelina Vega, and Aleister Black all move back to SmackDown because. There were a few rumors. Everyone said, oh, well, Charlotte probably said she wanted Andrade back because they're real-life dating. That probably didn't hurt, but the actual pull was that Fox told WWE, hey, we why'd you take all the Latino superstars off of SmackDown? Like, we're going to simulcast, simulcast this on Fox Deportes. Give us somebody. So yeah. they brought back Andrade. Obviously, you're not going to leave Zelina Vega on Raw, so you brought her. And because she and Aleister Black are married, and nicely enough, they like to keep the married couples together, they moved Aleister Black back to SmackDown. For the three of them, I think this is the perfect spot. Yeah. yeah. This is the best-case scenario. It was weird how we got here, but it's good that we're here. I like it. No, so, yeah, definitely weird how we got here. I like it. Though. And it makes perfect sense because Finn lost to Andrade on his first night on Raw and then dipped. He went over to SmackDown. So now... We have this feud that looks like it's going to be over the Intercontinental title. Andrade won the first one. Finn won the second one. I saw, like, on Twitter, Andrade said, I mean, whatever he tweeted was in Spanish, but it translated to, hey, you won one, I won one. How about you put the Intercontinental title on the line next time? I like it. So Selena, be, Selena, be, Selena Vega said, like, hey, uh, you can't get away from us that easily. Like, they played that into right. it, and so it, it works. It sold it perfectly. There's a lot of, like on Raw, there's a lot of, different combinations of matches you can have on SmackDown, too. Especially with that third guy we just talked about, Aleister Black, also on SmackDown. He and Ricochet officially split up. He cuts this backstage promo in a, in a dark room about, hey, basically, like, you could compare it to, like, the preteen girl, you know my face, not my story type of deal. It was <laughs> yeah, like, it was, hey, you, you know who I am, but, like, you don't know anything about me. You don't know my character. You don't know this. I think he's going to be a heel. And that's awesome. I'm for it. That works. I'm for I, it. I think the the possibility for him to be world champion eventually is much, much higher than Ricochet. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because you need that kind of like weird, not weird, but like mysterious. He like, could like be the Undertaker. Yeah, like usually. He's have, more Undertaker than Bray Wyatt was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, usually have like it was it was not failed with Bray Wyatt, but like that's what Bray Wyatt was. Then you had you know what Kane, I guess you could say before that, and then before that was the Undertaker. So I mean, yeah, it, it, it'll work. I'm excited to see him get started on SmackDown. So he and Andrade had great matches in the past over the NXT Championship. Alistair Black, Finn Balor, I think would be really cool. Finn Balor, anyone? Alistair Black, Alistair Black, Kevin Owens, whatever it is, and we'll get him to KO, but. A lot, a lot of new, fresh faces on SmackDown. And one of them, the next guy we're going to talk about, who I was really excited to see, was Chad Gable. He was supposed to have a match with SmackDown's newest superstar, the returning modern-day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal, now back on SmackDown. That's where he thrives. He has a good track record on SmackDown Live, the 50th ever (laughs) WWE champion. Um, You can never take that away from him. You can't. You really can't. so we're supposed to get Gable versus Jinder. I see that's going on. I'm like, wow, 
they're going to put Chad Gable over as a single star and maybe start a little bit of a push. And then Lars Sullivan comes out, who I am enjoying. I think he is very good. And he decimates Chad Gable, Mahal, the Singh brothers. And then we get our truth where it looks like we're going to continue this our truth Lars Sullivan thing. And Sullivan beats down him too. How do you guys feel about Lars Sullivan thus far? I mean, like we said last week, he's Snitsky 2.0. So, but I don't, I don't agree with that. Snitsky couldn't work. No, he, this I'm guy not, can work. He can work, yeah. But they're just going to use him. Look, we haven't seen him in months. I think he's just going to be the big scary guy, like like Braun Strowman, like the Big Show. Like I think they're going to use him. T- I think they're going to misuse him terribly. And he's going to get buried, unfortunately, because he can work, like you said. I think you can only have him come out and destroy everyone for so long until yeah. he has to start doing something meaningful. I think eventually he'll have a couple quick matches with some guys, probably like an R-Truth. I think it's only a matter of time until we see the big show come out. And Yeah, you usually get those big shows. Like he did I it for Braun. He'll do the big it. Show again. I wouldn't be surprised because I feel like this is a spot for either the big show or Kane to put over the new monster. Kane's not around. We saw him like a couple months ago. Maybe. It just came out randomly. SmackDown 1000. Around uh, Survivor Series was the last time we saw the show. He was at the bar for like a minute like last year. Yeah. And that's when Drake Maverick did his thing. Yes. Yeah, when that's they, what When they, the bar wrestled AOP. Came in for the hottest minute Series. in the world. He was, he was around November, December-ish. Um, look, and I, he's still with the company. He's doing a lot of ambassador stuff. For him to get in the ring for a couple weeks, put over Lars Sullivan, I don't, I don't doubt it. Yeah, I mean, you usually see the big show do that with these big dudes. And guess so. what? The first time, you know, you heard it earlier, the first time we hear the, well, I'm going to pop huge. There will be no limit because the big show is great. I won't pop, but I understand you're excited. Dude, dude's a legend. So much fun. You do be a legend. You do be a legend. The stage of the game, I hear, well, it's the big show. I'm like, eh, okay. You're like, oh, all right. Yeah, I'll be excited. That, that's, all, that's all I care about, you know? Uh, so the Iconics continue to lose. In singles action. No shock. As Peyton Royce took the loss to Kyrie Sane, the best elbow in the industry. She's amazing. She's great. She's so good. She's so good. You throw you throw her with Asuka and you throw her with Paige. This guy is the absolute limit for Kyrie Sane. But now, what's the deal with the Iconics? They, again, with that's four matches in a row, Raw SmackDown, Raw SmackDown, the past two weeks, whether it's a tag match or a singles match, one of the two of them has been taking the pinfalls. Uh, yeah, because this is what they've been doing since they got called up. They just happened to catch a win over Sasha and Bailey at WrestleMania somehow. Here's here's it's, my it's their gimmick. They're, 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 they're losers. Heels. They're not going to win on on Raw or SmackDown. They're going to find a, a sketchy They'll way to their way retain out, their out, titles out, out, out of the pay per view. Here, here's my problem with the booking. This all the time. Here's my problem with the booking with this tag division. Oh, everybody said, oh, you know, we want, we want these women's titles. We want these women's titles. Sasha and Bailey advocated for it. They finally got them. But then we all forgot the WWE doesn't know how to run a tag team division. The Raw and SmackDown, the Raw and Smackdown tag team divisions haven't done anything in a while. So why did we think that adding a th- third tag team division was going to be a good idea? Yeah, in hindsight, that was kind of bad by us. I think it was just the fact that there were so many girls doing nothing. It was like, all right, we got to bring them in to do something else. Yeah, but Yeah, but then you break up some of your tag teams. You break up the Riot Squad, who's a cr- credible tag team, but they're a tag team, they, so you know what to do? They are a tag team. Exactly. That didn't make any sense. You know, Mandy and Sonya were the last ones in the Elimination Chamber, 
They haven't done anything since. The fact that Mandy and Sonya aren't tag champs by now is an absolute crime. Well, I think Mandy was supposed to fight Asuka at Mania, and they were like, oh, let's just give another title to Charlotte. Because at this point, the whole thing with Sasha and Bailey, one of the biggest reasons Sasha was upset is that they had said, we want to defend these titles on every. We want to defend them on Raw. We want to defend them on SmackDown. And we want to defend them on NXT. We'll go to UK. We'll go to 205. Oh, not obviously not 205. Bad, bad take by me. But... And they didn't do that, but now they're saying, yeah, we're going to let the Iconics do that. But the Iconics are no longer... Stink. No, I disagree. Peyton Royce is good. How... Stop. The issue now is they lost four weeks in a row. They lost two weeks in a row, four matches in a row. They're not credible champions. They're no longer credible. They weren't credible, but they were a tag team. And winning at Mania by pinning Bailey. Done. Credible. Well, that yeah, was those, fine. Those, those it was a reset. They and don't you have were, to be credible. You were good. They're, they're heel champions. They don't need credibility. But why are we going to send the non-credible heel tag team champions to NXT to wrestle? Are they going to NXT? That's that's the rumor. They're just doing Raw and SmackDown. I don't think they're going to there's, NXT. There's been talks about doing that. That's why I think they need to put we'll the titles see. on Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville yesterday. But who would they fight so on? So they can do all But who would they fight that. on NXT? Whoever. Jessamine Duke and Maria Shafir? Because that's really the only tag team. I don't think they're going to NXT. Eventually. They will eventually. I don't know, but... It was, it was, it's, it's poor execution thus far. We got to finish the show off. Kofi Kingston and Shinsuke Nakamura had a very good match on SmackDown. Very good. And Rusev gets involved. It's a DQ finish. And then Kevin Owens makes a save. Xavier makes a save. And then finally, the Kevin Owens heel turn. He's back, baby. Yeah, we saw this coming from a mile away. It was I mean, so obvious, but I just wanted a little longer. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. So, and even even one more week would have been... Uh, Kevin Owens was so good. with he, he's, he's hilarious. He's the best. And he was he was doing so well with the New Day, and I wish it was like, a couple more weeks. Yeah, same. I wish it was a couple more weeks, but we all saw this coming from a mile away. And now away. what I'm excited for, so obviously we're probably going to get this match of Money in the Bank, Kofi versus Kevin. Big E is out, and Xavier took the apron powerbomb bump, so there's a good chance that he's going to be off TV for a couple weeks. So the, I, I'm excited. This is Kofi Kingston's opportunity to shine without the New Day, see what he's made of. Kofi, Kevin Owens, one-on-one, get some promos between the two of the next couple weeks. Kofi Kingston hasn't been alone in five years. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, and uh, it's important because he just won the title, obviously, after all this time. It's going to be good. It's it is going to be good. I'm really excited for this upcoming Raw and SmackDown matches. Charlotte is terrible. Oh, yeah. We didn't mention. Oh, we, we got a, we we got a minute. It. Yeah, so Charlotte wanted... She, she came out and said, oh, well, I, I didn't get pinned. I didn't do. I didn't lose. Ronda lost, which is true. Yeah. Which is 100% true. This is nothing we haven't seen before, but they're, again, they're just going to run back the Becky-Charlotte story. Bailey looked amazing. Bailey, Bailey looked, looked so good. good. Had, they had her come out, step up to Charlotte, and say, "No, I'm here. Like, I'm not this oh. joke that you all think I am." Like, she she pushed her, she knocked her mic down. It was like, "Oh, oh wow, Bailey's you, back." You know what I and think? And then she loses, and it was terrible. You know what I think would be incredible is if Bailey wins Money in the Bank, and in a few months, does the ambush type cash in, like the champions down, and she runs like Charlotte. in. Charlotte. She doesn't. Whoever it is, it doesn't like matter. Carmella. Even if it was, even if it was Becky Lynch that she cashed in on, I think would be even better. Oh, my God. I was so hyped. And this would have made perfect sense, you know, to take the belt off Becky, too, at, at Money in the Bank. You know, you have her go against Bailey. It would have been an Pretty amazing great. match between the two of them. And then you just take the belt off Becky, and then Bailey's the SmackDown Women's Champion. That's it. But, no, they don't do that. makes no sense. Well, we'll see what happens. Becky currently two belts in three weeks. Could be Becky one belt. Becky no belts. Who knows? 
few more weeks to dive into all this money in the bank. She's got two matches. We'll see how it goes on. Seth Rollins, AJ Styles is happening. That we're looking forward to. And the rest of it, we'll talk about it the next couple weeks. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Phenomenal Forum here on The Wave, the sound of LIU.